get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, saver retire, and service deals today. Dobbs. With 43 locations, real deals are always close by. Alongside BK, Tanner Hendrickson, Grant Francis, I'm Alex Ferrario. We are back here live at Bridgestone Arena. The fourth round officially underway. A wild night last night. Not so much in terms of trades, but just in terms of where individuals were selected. Was thinking maybe the trades would pick up here, but so far, not yet. But we welcome in our good buddy, and I'm sure he's... A little disappointed there's not as many trades that went down, but maybe still to come, David Panyota, editor-in-chief of the fourth period. You can also hear him on Series XM, see him on NHL Network, and David swings by here with us at Bridgestone Arena. David, appreciate it, my man, and we were just talking. Thought there'd be more trades last night, but not so much. No, no, and I, there was a lot of activity. There was a ton. I, there were four teams that told me they had something cooking and get ready and this and that. And I'm sitting here as the picks go on and on. <laughs> I'm like, guys, um, what happened? <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, um, nothing, nothing transpired. Well, I guess the Islanders ended up moving Josh Bailey to Chicago, yeah. um, who were going to buy him out. But, I mean, other than that, I was waiting on another move from Montreal. I was waiting on something out of Boston. Pittsburgh Penguins had something cooking as well. And we're still here at Florida as well um, with, with Anthony Duclair. Oh, we're still waiting. Yep. So uh, maybe they all had rough nights <laughs> and, and are taking, taking it slow today. Yep, but uh, Broadway gets you. <laughs> but uh, we're, we're still waiting. So, David, one of those teams that we all expected to make a move was the St. Louis Blues. What happened there? Nobody thought that Doug Armstrong was going to be walking to the podium three times last night. Uh, I didn't. Uh, I'm not sure. I know that like, this was another team that they tried – package those picks to move up significantly in the draft that didn't work they tried moving out those picks to get immediate help that didn't work um you know it's it's rare but sometimes you make the pick and then you trade the player a little bit later on to give yourself maybe a little extra leverage but like, doug armstrong was busy he was active he was bouncing around the draft floor going from yeah. table to table he was having a lot of conversations um with with other gms and other team reps just couldn't get to that finish line and and we'll, i mean we'll see kind of how the next few days transpire leading into July 1 with free agency, but um, I, I still think this is a team that wants to continue to, to retool its roster to go back to contender status next season. Well, and defense is the spot, right, David? And yeah. we heard the name Travis Sanheim with Philadelphia. That right. trade fell through. You had the report yesterday that Philly is still actively trying to move on from Travis Sanheim. They are. Um, even now, they are definitely trying to make this happen. And... Uh, <laughs> There doesn't seem to be that much movement at this exact moment. Mm -hmm. um, actually, before jumping on, it was one of the updates I was had huh. or I was given, um, which was nothing. So, <laughs> how, how are things going? Eh, we're still talking. Okay, thanks. Thanks. thanks Appreciate that. that. That's great. Really helpful. <laughs> uh, but, but look, it, I, I do anticipate Philly making another move or two um, over these next couple of days, and maybe maybe something transpires today, because also Scott Lawton's out there yeah. as well. They've, there was a lot of talk with Travis Konechny and so on, so we'll see kind of how those things kind of kind of evolve, but Philly, St. Louis, uh, I think the Isles are working on something as well right now. The, these are active teams. It's just clearly a little bit more difficult to get to that finish line than a lot of people anticipated. David, you mentioned the Islanders. Earlier today, they traded Josh Bailey to the Blackhawks, and then Chicago decided to waive him. So it's just a pure salary dump. 
But I thought it was interesting. The Blackhawks ended up getting a second-round pick in 2026 basically to take on that salary of $5 million for this year. How much of the lack of activity is because of how little cap space there is around the league right now? That's a a big part of it. So you've got to be able to incentivize teams to be able to eat that money and and with you know, with, with Chicago, they're buying him out. He's on waivers. They'll buy him out. So the, the cap hit for them will be a little bit less. But there aren't that many teams that have that type of space. You know, Anaheim has a ton of it. They're being, I mean, they're stingy right now. Right. They don't want to spend it. Um, but, I mean, that's another team you have to look at to see who's got the cap space and who's willing to spend um, a little bit extra to, for a team to take on that money. It's, it's tough. I've talked to a lot of people that said this is the biggest issue is the fact that you don't have that cap space. You right. don't have the luxury. In, in the following season, not next season, the season after, the anticipation is we're, we're up to like four or five million extra. Um, that's, that's how much the cap will rise at, at minimum. Yeah. That's going to give teams a hell of a lot more flexibility and a lot more wiggle room to actually make some moves um, to make up for yesterday and today so far. Yeah, it's going to have to do the make good in the offseason. A couple more minutes with David Pagnota, the fourth period in Series XM NHL Radio. David, Tory Krug's name, of course, floated out in those rumors with Philadelphia, and then it sounded like he wasn't willing to waive his no-trade clause. Yep. Do you believe that's the end of the Tory Krug conversation and trades, or could there still be logs on that fire? I mean, if I'm him, I'm, I'm holding firm. Yeah. Um, as a little... Shot back at the bleep you to the, the blues, yeah. yeah. Right. Um, look, he 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 loves it in St. Louis. His wife loves it. The family they absolutely love being in St. Louis, and he took less money to get that no trade clause. Yeah. Um, so I think I think that's the end of it. Um, I, I don't know why. And Doug Armstrong is a heck of a GM, but I don't know why you don't check with that first before you go a little further along in these talks, especially to the point where they get out. Yeah. Um, and. You know, it, it, it makes things a little bit more difficult. And, look, players called him and, and tried to convince him to come to Philly. And there was talk, and teams actually reached out to Philly to say, hey, would you flip him? Would you eat some money and flip him? Uh, and they were working on stuff like that, but he just didn't want to go. Yeah. And I don't blame him. But, you know, typically you want to at least get some kind of heads up to the player that, hey, we may do this, and, uh, you know, would you be willing to go to X, Y, and Z? Uh, another example, I mean, well, there's Colton Pareko as well. He's, he's fully out there. He's got a no trade. So they've got to figure a few things out there. But another example is San Jose. And they were taking some calls on their captain, Logan uh, Couture, yeah. who has a three-team trade list. None of those three teams were, being, were the teams that reached out. So if, <laughs> if things get further along for San Jose, i got to imagine they're going to reach out to Couture to say, hey, would you consider this? But as of last night, there was nothing there. Um, sometimes they get a little further along and you get too excited and you make the move. Or try to, <laughs> um, but that was that was an interesting situation. But he again, he he absolutely loves St. Louis. He wants to stay. I think that's the end of it. Yeah, David. As a follow up on that, and I want to say up front, full disclosure, I do not anticipate this happening, but it has been okay. speculated <laughs> here in St. Louis. If the Blues were to place Tory Krug on waivers, do you think there would be another team that would pick him up uh, for nothing? One hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. If you're getting the player for if you're getting that player for nothing, absolutely. There would be teams that would that would. Bite the bull. Uh, well, you know, it's – well, the cap will make it an issue. I was going to say, sure. yeah. There would have – I think most teams would have to make some type of other move to, to allow that to, to transpire, but – Is there um, precedent for that, David? Like, can you think no. of another player with this kind of term, that kind of salary that is thought of the way that the that Tory Krug is, that has been placed on waivers at this point in not, an offseason? Not to this caliber. Not No, not to that caliber. Now, there have been other scenarios, and I, there is another player that – 
not to that level. Yeah. But something like that did happen before. I, I'm trying to remember who. This was a few years ago. Um, and he wasn't scooped up. I think it was also mid-season or the beginning of the season. Yeah, so true. now there's a lot more flexibility because of the offseason. But, um, no, to that caliber player, I don't, that's never happened. Final one that we've got for you, David. And, and the name that I've been really intrigued by, and his name's been out there, has been Noah Hannafin with the Calgary yep. Flames. It's hard to make that move if you're St. Louis because of the cap and if you're not able to move somebody out. But could you see a connection there, or is Hannafin a little heated towards another team? He... I think he'd be a good fit. Yeah. Um, I think I couldn't see a scenario where he'd say, no, I don't want to I don't want to come to St. Louis. Uh, he just doesn't want to be in Calgary. Right. So Makes sense. If you can if you can get him out. And they're working on that. I yeah. mean, Nikita Zadorov is out there. There's expectation that he's getting moved. Um, but, again, hasn't happened yet. <laughs> so, you know, Calgary's got a lot of a lot of irons in the fire. Um, it's just a matter of getting getting those things done. Noah Hannafin, I think, would be a great fit. But, again, lateral move, you'd have not lateral, per, I mean, from a uh, roster perspective, yeah. you have to move out another defenseman in order to, to kind of make that happen. And, and if there's somebody with term, maybe that goes the other way. Now, I do know during the season that Calgary was one of the teams that had interest in Colton Pareko. Yeah. Um, and I think we talked about that mm -hmm. as well during the year. Um, so maybe, maybe there'd be something there, and, and he get, kind of gets to go home to Alberta. I think he'd be open to that. Um, but... I mean, I'm not, right. I'm not making those discussions. Yeah. So <laughs> We're not in the GM chair with yeah. that. We just find out when they actually follow up. Well, David, appreciate you swinging by, man. I know it's been a busy week. Thank you so much, and yeah. uh, we'll keep it posted to your Twitter account to see if anything breaks, even though people keep telling you something's going to happen. I'm holding out hope. <laughs> I'm holding out hope because make the day a lot more interesting. Absolutely. David, thanks so much, buddy. Thank you. Appreciate, appreciate it. it. There you go. David Pagnota with us, uh, BK here on 101 ESPN.